Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Five stocks to buy now. Now, I have a little problem when it comes to stocks to buy. I'm very happy if I find free stocks to buy over a year. So making monthly videos about stocks to buy is difficult for me. But then I thought how to make a win-win-win-win-win situation. Well, why don't I review what other people are telling what are stocks to buy. I learn something new. I'm always curious. I'm always for expanding my circle of competence. So I'm sure a lot of time went into their research for their stocks to buy. So I decided why not? Let's have fun a little bit. It's marketing for them too. So a win-win-win situation and you get my perspective on perhaps some stocks that you are interested and perhaps I find something that mm, I say this is interesting to follow to buy etc. And I have been reminded of a stock like that also for making this video. I have searched free stocks to buy uh, so on YouTube and I came to this the most watched videos out there. I'll do another one next month. So, or if you have any suggestions, please put them in the comments. I'm always interesting, always curious. So we'll make it a series. I really enjoy this. And I really enjoy this because Jeremy, the topic of today's video, did really put a lot of effort to know about those companies that we're going to discuss today. So if you get value from this, please smash that like button for Jeremy too in this case and consider subscribing to this channel. Let's cut to the chase and let's start with Jeremy that made a video about five easy money stocks. So stocks that he sees as low risk so a very low probability that you will lose money in five years so long-term thinking and a high probability that those will be 2x to 10x stocks. So that's a very interesting proposition so he got me hooked for sure and let's immediately start the first stock is amazon so of course great business amazing business great stocks rewarded all of those who owned it and really enjoyed the great boom after covid and now it has sold a little bit but Jeremy expects it will double again soon. His assumptions is that growth will remain fast. And if we look at Morningstar and their projections, they too have a fair value much, much higher than the current price. So current price 3,200 and the fair value 4,200, even at Morningstar. If we look at what's going on with Amazon, we see huge revenue growth amazing revenue growth over 2020 and keep on growing especially with q1 2021 when even buffett said that people are buying like crazy good margins operating margins increasing over time so from nothing one percent they go to five six percent which means that they scale profitably net income exploded consequently operating cash flows are now at 67 billion 
and they are investing huge amounts. Look at the capital investments from 13 billion going to 45 billion to really dominate the space there. But still there is free cash flows left. And if we go to our publicly analyzed companies intrinsic value table that you can download for free in the link in the description below, I have already valued Amazon in the past so maybe I will have to do some adjustments let's see I have used 2020 cash flows of 34 billion now why not 20 billion because I think these cash flows are exemplary investments and if I put 20 billion of investments then I am at 45 billion of free cash flows 25 billion 40 billion of free cash flow so this might subdue as they are building so I'm taking higher cash flows than real free cash flows I think it's fair so this is not euro not to get confused because 20 emails come then so cash flows in billion dollars mm, let's say let's put 40 okay let's put 40 let's put a 25% growth rate for the next five years and then 15% from the subsequent 5 to 10 years expected return of 10 10% which means you double your money in 7.2 years terminal multiple and this is now the key here if we put a terminal multiple of 20 on the valuations then we are at intrinsic value for a 10% return on these growth rates of 1.6 billion. If we compare it to the market capitalization 1.6 billion on these estimations you will double your money in seven years. However if I put a terminal multiple that's currently around 60 on the cash flows if I put it at 25 then the intrinsic value is around 2 billion so you might double your money in five years so if these growth rates persist if interest rates persist here I have to agree with Jeremy that Amazon is such a business such a strong business and the key here is just seeing how this fits your portfolio what do you want how much of it you want it so it's Amazon it has been remarkable what they've done over the last 20 years and what they are still doing and with 40 billion invested over the year into the ecosystem into the growth into the moat hard to compete with that perhaps what we have to see is perhaps the slowdown at some point revenue growth will slow down cash flows will slow down because of size now we are at 40 billion let's say free cash flows but in 2030 to justify the current intrinsic value it has to be 250 billion if we compare that to current revenues so it's more than 50 percent of revenues that have to be in free cash flows compared to 2011 10 years ago yes revenue was 48 billion now free cash flows are like that if they would spend less on capex but this is something to keep in mind and to watch for that slowdown when there will be the first signs of a slowdown then the market will also react and perhaps create better opportunities for now we have made our valuation you can download the table 
And if we look at Amazon, I'm taking here also worst case scenarios, best case scenarios, and worst case scenario, if there is a slower growth rate on a slower terminal multiple, then yes, the valuation is a little bit currently under the market cap. So that's why you see these below one compared to other companies like Alibaba, where we have it still above one. So Amazon, as I said, see how it fits your portfolio. I think it's an amazing business. So when you buy amazing businesses, the risk is definitely low. There can be USD risk for international investors. Uh, a lot of things will happen. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. The growth, if the growth continues, then yes, easy money, easy money to double your money in five to 10 years for sure. Next stock is Walgreen Boots Alliance. For those that are not familiar with it, it's a pharmacy, a chain of pharmacies, Walgreens Boots Alliance. And uh, very, let's say, strong business has its revenues, has its customers positioned all where there is traffic of people. So people drop in the ca in the pharmacy. Also now it's expected that more of them will drop in to, to get their vaccination shot. But if you look at the stock price after the 2015 exuberance, it has been nothing but going down on Amazon fear competitions, etc. But that might be subdued and it recently really started rebounding from October did really well already, but still the dividend yield is good. The price earnings ratio is good. Morningstar sees it at fairly valued. And Jeremy says that it's a strong business, strong revenues, and that will do good over time. And uh, therefore also with the rebalancing, what's going on there, that it is a company that will be revalued by the market because now the forward price earnings ratio is 10 or 11. If you put that valuation to 20, which is the average for the market, you have an easy double. On the risk side, of course, safety, pharmacy, that's not depending that much on recession. So let's say it is a low risk. Walgreens have done a valuation a while ago. So uh, I've taken the dividend as valuation. Dividend now is 3.8%. So we have to adjust here the terminal multiple. I was a little bit conservative, but if they grow 7% the dividend over the next five years, and then again, 7% and the discount rate 10% return, then the stock for me is a little bit overvalued if I expect a 5% dividend yield down the road. So 10% return, we are if we have to change this to let's say 7% and then we are at the current stock price. So this is doubling your money in 10 years based on the dividend. If it slows down in the future, then the dividend will not be 3.4% but expected to be let's say 5% by the market. So this is a little bit more risky than Amazon, I think. This is on the dividend because if the dividend terminal multiple is 20, assuming a 5% dividend yield, then the PE ratio will be 10. So that's something you can play around. You can put other things into here if you wish. Best case scenario, if they have more cash growth rate, higher terminal multiple of 4%, but we don't know what interest rates will be in 2030, then yes, then the present value is higher than the stock price. And then you can expect a good return. But all in all, I don't see this as 
such an undervalued stock. It really depends on the trends out there. Plus, my wife forbids me to buy any kind of stocks related to pharma, so that's another story. But yeah, that that would be my comment on it. Can be can be if the P ratio for the whole pharma industry, and we have discussed also in my Buffett video on pharma stocks that. The whole industry looks cheap. Price earnings ratio of 10, 11 around the industry. If that reverts to the mean, then yes, you double your money. But if the mean reverts to the pharma industry, then you don't double your money, which means that, okay, I'm not sure you will likely lose your money because of the value of the businesses and everything, but still, I wouldn't be that sure about what's coming next here. Can happen, might not happen. I'm not a specialist. Jeremy seems to be much more convinced about it and invested a million into the stock. As always, you have to see how it fits you. It's a good company, good business, low risk for sure. Will it double? Depends on the market valuations. That's something that will likely turn around. We have seen the jump in the stock price, so it might just continue and you might see a double in the next 12 months even. So that's the valuations. You have to see how the 3.4% growing dividend fits your portfolio. And then if that is something you like, then everything else is easy. When it doubles, great. So that's something that you then invest with the margin of safety. All right, next stock, Facebook, also fairly valued at Morningstar at 390, last close at 318. So market cap 900, 900 billion, price earnings ratio 26, just 26 for a fast growing company like Facebook. If we look at average revenues per user, those are going up, number of users is going up and net income is exploding at here the 5 billion for the settlement they had to pay and you see how it's strongly strongly growing eps if we adjust for the covid situation then this will likely be a dollar higher and i get to 12 12 bucks per share 13 for 2021 earnings consensus forward price earnings ratio is 26 which is in line with the estimations now just a comment here i bought facebook a year ago and then i sold eight months ago at 293 and people will ask me in the comments why did i sell and why i think now it's better at 316 i bought glencore at 293 glencore double so please don't bust my balls why i'm now looking at facebook later etc so just a comment for the audience there. So I have been in and out of Facebook two, three times. It's very intriguing and let's do a valuation. Just did it now, updated on the table. So if we go to Facebook, we put earnings. I haven't calculated the present value of the earnings because I assume Mark will reinvest everything into growth and 20% growth rate of earnings over the next five years, 15% later, 10% discount rate, multiple of 20 on earnings, and we are at an intrinsic value of 429 per share, in this case per share. So that is much higher than Morningstar, much higher than the current stock price, and 
I think it would be fairly valued at 14%. So, okay, you double your money in four or five years. So, yes, Facebook, again, strong company, strong brand. And if it grows faster, then it's extremely undervalued. Then you really double your money. If there are issues, really unlikely, then I think that... Yes, of course, there is always risk and you have to see how Facebook again fits your portfolio. However, when it comes to these companies, you have to ask yourself always, what will the business look like in 10 years? If I analyze Facebook versus YouTube from uh, not the user perspective, I am a user of technology. I'm looking at Facebook's algorithm and it's really made to touch the key parts of your brain to keep you engaged there, family, friends, what everybody else is doing. So it's really set to program your brain so that you use it more and more. It's extremely dangerous, I think, for the population, but it creates a moat because it's like you have a little Facebook here in your brain and they are constantly working on it, working on it. I recently listened to the conference call with Mark Zuckerberg and he is now expanding into VR with the news and everything. They are really, really aggressive on that psychological field and I don't think there will ever be a regulator so smart to say, okay, this is dangerous for the population. So Facebook has and is building a moat into our brains, which is something completely different than YouTube because YouTube is still, when you come to YouTube, I don't get programmed. My mind doesn't get programmed. It's just a search. It's still just a search engine. So Facebook's algorithm is a hundred times more focused on you, on your needs, on your brains, than, let's say, YouTube or Google search. So that's their power. And if they just keep doing what they are doing, paying the here and there 5 billion, 10 billion fine, unfortunately, they are going to keep controlling your mind with VR, with now the e-commerce ecosystem. And yes, it's likely that you will double your money from the investment there but try to use it as less as possible because it's really tricking your brain it's designed to do that but from a risk perspective of course there are so many competition there what will the environment look in 10 years facebook is now for old people instagram is now for old people tiktok is for younger people so really hard to say okay they are forcing you to be on that screen all the time but you have only 24 hours in a day which is also a risk to the business something to follow to watch i'm watching i'm waiting for the next bad news that come and then when everybody will say oh we hate facebook but still using it then i might buy so i'm doing now shameless cloning so i'm shameless about telling that facebook is evil but if i need to buy it for my large portfolio on my research platform then i'll simply do that all right two stocks to go dropbox and corsair gaming and these are stocks that i really didn't know anything about it so it was all a new discovery for me i'm a researcher i really love doing these things and i hope i'll give you value by looking at this from my own perspective. So Dropbox, and here we have Morningstar that is valuing it 
below the current stock price, which is very, very interesting. The price earnings ratio is 20 forward. So again, for Jeremy calls it a growth stock that should reverse to a mean from growth stocks and there you have your double. But Morningstar says that they remain unconvinced about the business possibility to grow to scale and to create any kind of substantial competitive advantages. If you don't have an advantage then your margins might go down, you're always reinvesting, you're always trying to stay ahead of the pack which is Amazon let's say. So you can't really compete with the billions of Amazon that's invested the scale the ecosystem and therefore you are small and if you can't be nimble then you are in danger. Anyway the growth has been slowing down I think it's just two percent over the last quarter and if we look at net income there has been some impairment that lowers it down but the cash flows are po positive. So I've went into digging this into it what it is it's a global collaboration platform where you can upload and download documents so in the cloud they have now hello sign updates acquisition trying to scale it and they have been growing revenues free cash flows margins so all well their key metrics not that big of a growth paying users 1 million up average revenue per user just up what is this a few percentage points and here we get to the financials and this is really really crazy numbers with these new companies new IPOs you never know what you're gonna get so we have non-gap we have generally accepted accounting principles there is a loss of 277 million if we go to what they adjust things for we have a gain of 409 million so of course impairment to real estate assets for a cloud company I didn't dig into let me know in the comments what they did there if I go to gap and I okay I adjust for the 400 million I don't get to net income of 400 million I get to net income of what is this 150 million which makes a difference then I looked a little bit at the costs and Depreciation and amortization 159 million in the year. If we look at what they invested, capital expenditures 80 million. So they invest half of what they have invested in the past, which means that okay, these things always have to be adjusted, updated. So they're really pushing on those cash flows and not really investing that much for growth which is a dangerous thing to watch and then something else uh, they have done 400 million of common stock repurchases okay that's good 400 million on the market cap of 10 billion should be a four percent decline in the number of stocks outstanding and that is always positive for the stock price but let's dig deeper i've looked at the balance sheet and this is what they are doing they are issuing convertible notes and using that cash flow for growth and for buybacks so they issued that that in the form of currently convertible notes but that can be exchanged at a certain stock price into stocks so it's dilution and they are buying back shares now hopefully that the stock price will go higher lately which is called financial engineering and this financial engineering reminds me of an analysis that I did a year ago it was about RH and I said the stock has to go up because 
that's exactly what they, these guys did. These guys issued convertible notes and then used the money to do buybacks. And that's a combination. As long as you can issue those convertible notes, which means you're issuing shares at higher prices than the current stock price, and use that money to buy stocks now, push the price higher, it works. Just check RH uh, stock price. It works perfectly. And if these guys at Dropbox can do that too, then it works amazingly and the stock price will 5x in the next five years. However, I've looked a little bit at the company and their goal is, of course, if can they double the cash flow from the business annually to 1 billion, that will do great and they will use it for repurchases, for growth, so all well there. And this is what they say, they issued the stocks, the convertible bonds, sorry, for the money. And they did 600 million authorization, that's 6% of buybacks, but I have seen just 400 million on the financial statements, which means they bought more lately, likely. But the growth of the revenue is just 2%. So that's something a little bit strange. And the number of shares is around, expected to be around 397 million to 402 million. And that's something we have to watch. The market cap, 10 billion, okay. But look at this. They will continue to invest in organic growth, M&A growth. And if that is not good, that's a risk for the company because all this financial engineering, if the company doesn't back it up with profits, all this reverts and then you see the stock just crashing down, down and down. Because if there is no more financing, if this pyramid scheme of needing more funds to push the stock higher reverts, then it's all go to zero. The debt owners want their money back and the company goes to zero. So this is not easy money like we would have said for Amazon, Facebook or Walgreens. This is a little bit risky financial engineering, but still high potential because this stock is going up on buybacks financed by debt. As said, if it fails, it goes to zero and the bondholders take control fast. Then I've looked a little bit at the financial statements just to see about these stocks. And in May 3, 2021, the last financial statements on the SEC fillings. So the number of stocks were 401 million. Then I look, just as I was looking for the 10Q, so many sales by the chief financial officer. These guys are selling the stock hand over fist. So that's something to look into and why they are constantly selling it, selling it and then doing buybacks to keep their stock prices up. This is a big risk because if this would be a great stock, then these guys would not sell for so much money. They would keep it. But you never know. It's not an indication. However, if I look at February 16, the number of stocks was 13 million higher. And if I make the calculation there, it's looking at November 2020, 413 million. So no effect from there. And they spent, if the stock price, if we take the average stock price of around 25 here, if we calculate that on the buybacks, they spent 400 million, but the actual benefit was 300 million to lower the number of stocks by 12 million. So 100 million or 100 something went for the new share issues that they are likely giving to themselves. So 
the number of shares is not going down as fast as you would expect. So conclusion, not easy money, that pile creates a risk, insiders selling constantly, stock could go up on buybacks, but if that reverses, this can end really, really bad. So this is my perspective, of course, just the messages, just check a little bit deeper if you are invested, follow that and then see. This is just an overview from a half an hour that I looked at the company, nothing more. All right, let's talk for today. Five uh, Corsair Gaming and uh, gaming is again uh, industry with a bad sentiment from Wall Street. On my stock market research platform that don't forget the price is going up at the end of the month. So if you want to lock in this price forever, check it out. A lot of people have told me about a Polish gaming stock CD project that is now again cheap with low price earnings ratio which is the same situation as Corsair from a gaming perspective I think. Jeremy's thesis is the streaming industry growth ahead with a price earnings ratio just of 16 bigger gaming bigger streaming in five years M&A growth so this could be a 10 billion plus company so from the current stock price where is Corsair 3 billion so that's 3 4x to 15x very possible and that the thesis is that it is a laughable valuation at 16. The business the business is engaged in providing these the hardware for gaming this special hardware that you want to buy if you want to have a professional gaming set if I look at the business it has really exploded with Fortnite and now with staying at home gaming free cash flows really really good they are growing and this is again like Facebook unfortunately but this is the world we are living in 46% increase in average time so 1.1 hours per day to 1.5 hours per day during the next five years guys people get out of your home video games are the new third place which is unfortunate, but if that's the reality, we as investors have to stay objective. So they constantly not launch new products that led to growth, especially over the COVID lockdown. They do these components, their total addressable market is almost up 50%. So the revenues grow too. The new guidance is on slow revenue growth for the year depends on a lot of things number of shares they made an acquisition so it's actually 100 million and if i again look at the financial statements just clicked on one here again selling disposing for a lot of stocks this is the chief operating officer so ipo and the management sells stocks as said numbers of stocks went up and the debt is 1847 billion the total share million total shareholder equity is 487 million but i've looked a little bit at the accounts and look at the goodwill goodwill you have it on the accounts 140 million of customer relationship so if you lower that then the equity is much much lower and actually the balance sheet looks much much worse comparing the debt to the equity so it's not such a great business that i would say it would double and then just looking at the conference call so fortnite of course covid helped a lot but they don't want to get ahead of themselves and suggest that there's going to be massive growth for the rest of the year they don't know it and they are accepting it 
normal cool management from what I read, but 3 billion gamers, they think a lot of people will spend money on professional gaming things and that's a positive for there. So it gives you definitely exposure to the gaming environment. However, missing, I'm, what I miss is I miss the mode for investment which leads to questionable margins down the road. Uh, 28 million debt payback is what they did of value creation in the last quarter. So if I multiply it by four, that's 100 million for a great year of value creation. That's a price to value creation, price to earnings ratio of 30. So it's not 16, my calculation, it's 30. 30 in a great year, that might subdue next year as people hopefully get out more, get outside more. And that's the reason for the valuation. So to conclude, Amazon, Facebook, great businesses, amazing businesses, Walgreens, good businesses. The key is there to see what the market will value them and at what point it best fits your portfolio compared to other things that there is the valuation you can play around and you can see. Dropbox, financial engineering should push the stock higher as long as the business is viable and can compete and can show good numbers. Uh, Corsair Gaming, if the number, it's an okay business, no mumbo jump of financial engineering, but both stocks have their in insiders do a lot of selling. So a little bit more risky, not definitely not easy money. That's my perspective. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.